Well, 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 what do I got going on here? I got, uh, got a little cable in front of the camera. <laughs> uh, we're doing a little better today than we did um, the last show. I've got a little delay thing going on, though, so I don't know what that's all fucking about. But, you know, what can you fucking do, you know? That's all I can say is, what can you do? Well, how's it going, folks? What's going on? What's shaking? What's doing? We've got this camera over here as well. Uh, we're going to zoom in a little bit. Oh, I'll zoom into this right here. So this is what we'll be drinking tonight. Uh, I don't know if you can see it. Hold on, wait. Uh, I might have to zoom way in here. So I didn't feel like drinking a beer. I just had some beer at the uh, Jocassi. Jocassi. I don't even know where this camera is. Well, I know where it is. It's right over, it's right over there. <laughs> I'm trying to get this in. So this is the Nighthawk Black Bourbon Barrel Aged Cabernet Sauvignon. It's a Boda Box. I bought it at Walmart before I left to come out camping. And it is quite, it's quite fantastic, if I'm being honest. And I'm always honest on the show, right, guys? So what's going on, peeps, per people, um, guys, girls? Things, dogs, kitty cats, uh, squirrels. We've seen a bunch of squirrels out here. Huh, Leia? Leia's on the floor down here, by the way. She uh, is enjoying the time away and enjoying that we have some AC because the not last night, but the night before, I stayed at the uh, it's a Harvest Host location. I think I've told you guys about Harvest Host before. Pull that up real quick while we're talking about it, while we're thinking about it. But the uh, Harvest Host is a fantastic organization. Let's see if I can get it. Harvest Host. They uh, you pay like 80 bucks a year, I think is, is what it is, and they give you access to we'll pull it up. We'll pull it up. We'll put it on the screen. Yeah, so we'll put it up right here. So this is uh RV camping. 3,650 plus wineries, breweries, farms and more. It's a membership program that invites self-contained RVers to have unique overnight stays. So that's what I did. I stayed at the uh, second time I stayed at this location, actually, um, called the Golden Grove Farm and Brew. It's up near, uh, what's it near? It's in, um, fuck, I can't even remember what the damn thing is, to be to be completely honest with you. But, but this is what I did. I stayed here. So when you stay there, like I just said, you have to be self-contained. Well, I am self-contained. I've got uh, fresh water. I got gray water tank, black water tank. I got propane out the yin yang. I got uh, uh, shore power if I need it, but uh, didn't have shore power at, at a harvest host location. So normally what I would do is I would bring my, um, normally what I would do is I would bring my generator and I, that way I can plug my, my RV into the generator and I've got power. You know, I, my AC works, everything works, but the way an RV works, travel trailer works, is you have to be plugged into shore power or you have to have a generator that converts uh, things to a 110 um, power to get your AC to work. Uh, that's one of the things, normally the microwave will not work. Uh, you know, it's not a 12 volt system, it works on 110 only. And uh, my particular TV only runs on 110 as well. So if I'm not plugged in or if I don't have my generator, I don't get any of those three things. I don't get it, my TV, I don't get my uh, uh, my microwave, and I don't get my AC. So needless to say, uh, everybody knows the heat wave that is going across the south right now. 
um, or across everywhere, really. It's hot all over the fucking United States and other parts of the world as well. But So I didn't have an AC. Um, it was probably, it peaked at like 95, and I think a heat index of 107 or 108 that night. Luckily, the, the parking location that they've got set up, a nice new parking location, by the way. I like this little, uh, this little Alfred Hitchcock thing I got going on over there. Alfred Hitchcock. But second time I've stayed there, they've, they've improved it. They've added uh, a nine-hole uh, frothing course, disc golf course. They have added parking spaces on the side. I think they can hold up to five RVs now. At The, the last time I stayed, I, I parked right on the side of the building, and I, uh, I think they only had a spot for one person at a time. So they've really made some big improvements. They've added some stuff on the inside. They've added a cool... Uh, yellow bus out front with a, a giant stage spanning the length of the bus and they had some live music going on out there on a Monday night uh, mind you which I thought was cool you know you normally don't see um, people doing live music on, on Monday nights for the most part uh, unless it's an open mic or something like that where they're just trying to to generate some business uh, on an otherwise non-busy day you know so it was fun. I uh, had, had had some good people in there, and the owner, uh, Mike, was there. And uh, Sunshine was my bartender. She was fantastic, very talkative, very sweet, very genuine, uh, kind of a hippie chick. I guess I can call her hippie. I don't think she's going to be offended. Um, she asked me if I liked, you know, the widespread panic, and she asked me if I liked uh, the Grateful Dead and Fish and those type bands. So I'm pretty sure. That I should be able to call her a hippie because I think uh, that's what she is. But I'm trying to get my breast out of the way here. My breast, uh, I've got a little A cup going on right now. I really need to get back on the on the uh, fitness train and the or not really the fitness train, but probably some of that as well. But I need to get back on the keto train, the the low carb, high fat train. I've been uh, drinking too many calories and eating way too many carbo loaded foods, burgers, sandwiches, fries, you know all the bullshit ketchup um things what was i saying oh so i was talking about this uh, wine so i picked this up at walmart i started drinking these wines uh while i was on the mississippi river because i think what i've mentioned before you know we we had coolers but we didn't use them as coolers we had coolers that we stored mostly our food stuff in because it was easily uh easier to access than it was in our barrels that uh, the food uh, came in initially that the, the warrior tradition people say oh, just keep your food in here and you got the cooler for for drinks and some ice if you want or whatever to keep things cold but we didn't do that that didn't work out very well it was a lot easier just to have all of our foodstuffs in the igloo cooler and that way we could just reach up front open the top grab what we wanted out of it we didn't have to take the <clears throat> unhook the barrel you know it's all strapped in we didn't have to unhook the barrel you got to undo the clasp at the top you got to pull the pull the lid off you got to dig through the freaking barrel to find what you're looking for because it had, you know, our sleeping bags, uh, <clears throat> sleeping pads, pillows, um, toiletry items. All those things were down inside this barrel. So with all that said, uh, anytime we got beer, if we didn't drink it immediately, uh, we had hot beer or, you know, uh, room temperature beer, <laughs> outdoor temperature beer. We didn't have rooms. I decided at one point at one of the Walmarts at one of the resupplies that I was going to go ahead and get some box wine. That way it didn't need to be refrigerated, didn't need to be iced, didn't be kept in the cooler. I could drink it, you know, at uh, 
room temperature. What is room temperature, by the way? Room temperature is whatever the room is that you're in, right? That's the, the temperature of the room is room temperature. Matter of fact, speaking of temperature, I cut off the AC because I didn't, I didn't know how the AC was going it, to... It's very loud. It wasn't going to work with the podcast having the AC on. It, you know, this condenser mic was going to pick it up and it was going to be horrendous. And there's no way I would have been able to cut that out unless... I could have let the AC noise run for, you know, a good 30 seconds or so prior to any other noise, any other sounds, music, me talking, whatever. And I could have uh, probably cut that out with Audacity. I could have cut that noise out. But then you kind of degrade the audio altogether. So I figured I was going to just, um, I'll go as long as I can without overheating. Um, it's pretty cool in here right now. So I think it's going to be good enough for, for an entire show. Um, to contain the the coldness that's in here right now. But what I did do is I've got one of these little fans. I don't know if you can see it on this. Uh, here, I put it on this on this photo here. So I got one of these fans. What color is this fan? Is it pink? I'm colorblind, so I don't, I'm not, I don't even know. But I think I picked this up. <laughs> I think I picked up. I think I picked up a pink one. It might be gray. I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's called Comfort Zone. It's just a little tiny fan. I mean, you can see. Uh, put my hand up next to it. I mean, it's it's not even as big as my hand, but it puts out a good amount of air, to be honest. And it's it's a USB, so I can use it on my 12 volt. So when I don't have an AC running, I can plug this into my 12 volt uh, USB port, or I can put my inverter, plug it into my my 12 volt system, and I can I, I've got some USB ports on there too that I can run it. So I've got that aiming at my face right now, trying to keep me. As cool as possible, and it's making a little bit of noise here. I gotta move these feet. There we go. All right. So, what's been going on with you guys? You know, haven't talked to you in a while. The last episode I did, man, I was so pissed off, and it started to do the same goddamn thing tonight. And I figured out what it did last time. Is I've got this. Uh, I got my laptop here, my MacBook Pro. I've got it um, Bluetooth into my to my stereo here in the trailer. And the stereo is on the back side of this wall right here. So I think, well, I know now that I've done it the second time, is this computer has to be perfectly situated on this table. And I've got to have everything away from wherever the USB is broadcasting from, or not the USB, wherever the, the, the Bluetooth is broadcasting from on this computer. It didn't have a line of sight or, it doesn't need line of sight, but it didn't have... It was getting blocked, that wave, that, that it was getting blocked in some way, shape, or form. So it was just kind of chopping it up. And, you know, it would play, and then it would, it, would, it would not play, 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 not play, play, whatever. So it was all choppy. If you remember the last episode, I was super pissed off about all that. Started doing it again today. And what I had to do is I had to position the computer exactly right. I had to not touch anything on the, uh, on the iPad here, because anytime I, I moved my arm to do something on the iPad, it was blocking those waves that are trying to go around this fucking wall right here to to get to the stereo. So that's what happened last time. I finally figured that out. And it started happening tonight, and I almost said, you know what? <laughs> I might really be done with this podcast at this point. But but we got it to work. And um, what was I going to do? I was going to look up uh, Golden Grove while we're here. We might as well, since we're talking about it. Golden Grove Farm and Brew. It's where I stayed Monday night. 
and uh, they're fun, you know. Here we'll put it on the screen. So this is the uh, the front door here. So if you if you are looking out the garage door or the or the front door there, you'll see that the yellow bus is is right um, parallel to the front of this building, and it's uh, you know about uh, I don't know. 15, 20 yards out in front of the building there, and you got picnic tables and fire pit, and there's a grill and all kind of stuff out there. Uh, they got microbrews on tap. They got live music, disc golf. Um, they got pizzas. They got wings. Their beer is really, really good, actually. I mean, if you if you look at the place, and looks are always deceiving, right? But if you look at the place, you're like, oh my god, this place is gonna suck. But they're open, you know every day except Sunday. You can book events here. It is in Piedmont, South Carolina. That's what I was trying to figure out. And it's copyright right there at the bottom. You can see 2021. 20, so they've only been open for a year and they've been open uh, during <laughs> some of the worst parts of the last couple of years. But the last time, I think the last time I went is when I went up and, and I uh, saw my buddy Ryan uh, close to St. Louis there up in Belleville. Bellevue. Belleville? Belleville, Illinois, I think. Right outside of Scott Air Force Base there. So I went up and saw my buddy Ryan, the, you know, the guy that picked me up from the, from the Gulf of Mexico during my trip. And um, on my way up there, I took uh, the route to hit a couple harvest hosts on the way up to, to kind of have some free nights, some free stays instead of staying in a campground. And I could have just drove 12 hours straight up there, but I didn't feel like driving 12 hours. So I picked um, two different stops on the way. So Golden Grove Farm and Brew was one of the harvest hosts. And then there was another one up around the Nashville area. The hell was the name of that damn brewery and it was fucking fantastic as well only had a spot for for one rv so i got lucky and, and and got in there i think it was on a wednesday or something it wasn't uh the weekend so i got in there and got that stayed the night and then finished my drive on up to uh to illinois but so anyway golden grove farm and brew if you haven't uh, heard about it check it out it's um pretty close to greenville uh south carolina um Where'd Leia go? Leia, you're not. You're on the wrong blanket. You're supposed to be on this blanket over here. She's on my blanket on the other side of the fucking couch. But so what's been going on? So the last episode, what I was trying to talk about is I had just gotten back from Reno, Nevada, to see my my son's graduation and his girlfriend Harley, and his roommate Seth. So all three of them graduated from uh, uh, University of Reno. Up there in Reno so uh, I was trying to do a show about that when I came back and talk about all the fun stuff we did and now I've kind of forgotten all the goddamn stuff we did but um, I did have some notes down here somewhere where are my notes um, yeah so my son uh, well the first graduation was Seth he graduated on that Thursday <clears throat> I didn't get to see his graduation. I didn't get there until Thursday night. But so I come on Thursday night. <clears throat> they're all partying. They're having a three-day bender, uh, three-day binging, partying, having a good time. Uh, so my son says, 
he says, I, I don't think I'm going to be able to pick you up from the airport because I'm probably going to be drunk. So um, you'll have to, to figure out your way to get into town. And I said, I, you know, whatever, dude. I'm not going to be all butthurt about it. I mean, I would love for you to pick me up from the airport, but if you're not and you're doing something fun, I mean, you're just graduating from college, that's you're having a good time, you're out with your friends, fuck it. I'll, um, I'll figure out a way to get there. And then, <clears throat> so I was just going to Uber. I mean, Uber is pretty easy. It's everywhere, right? Uber or Lyft. And what I decided to do was I looked up my hotel that I was staying at. So I'm staying, I was staying at a place called the Pepper Mill uh, Hotel and Casino Resort, basically. Casino Resort, you know, it's, it's Nevada. So I looked it up and I looked at my reservation <clears throat> and I scrolled down and looked at some of the, you know, the amenities and some of the perks of staying at that casino. And one of them was a hotel, uh, an airport shuttle that came from the hotel out to the airport. So I said, fantastic. I left, I didn't have any bags. I just carried a backpack with me with a few essential items. Walked out to the, uh, to the shuttle portion of the outside of the airport. Bam, right there. Shuttle's already there. Nobody's on it. I walk up, get in, get the front seat. Uh, another lady, <clears throat> not another lady, I'm not a lady, but a lady comes out. She gets on, puts her bag in the back. Uh, she gets on. And uh, just two of us. I mean, within five minutes, I walk out of the airport. Five minutes, I'm on the bus. I'm on the shuttle. Run away to the to the hotel. So that worked out perfectly. I got to the hotel. I, I freshened up a little bit. Uh, kind of got uh, checked in and got everything done. And then uh, they were at uh, having a party down at a place. The fuck was the name of that place? Um, the uh, uh, can't remember what it was. Sorry, I didn't mean to yell. That you know the mic's right here, so I probably that was probably a little loud. But what the hell was the name of that place? It was a cool little spot, man. It was an old uh, house from like the 1900s, 1918, 1908, some somewhere around there, early 1900s. And it's been converted into a bar, so it's got a downstairs, upstairs, it's got an outside side area, and then it's got an outside front area. So a whole bunch of areas. We went inside, partied, had a good time, and then uh, uh, left. So that was the first night. Like I said, didn't get to see Seth graduate, but the next day, uh, Alex and Harley was was graduating. So. I was asked if I wanted to attend that. I said, fuck yeah, that's why I'm here, man. I'm, I'm here to have fun and hang out with the graduates and, and do the whole graduation thing. So let's do it. So we got up early the next morning. I think her graduation wasn't until the afternoon. I want to say it was like three o'clock in the afternoon or something. So we sat out there, hot as fucking balls, long as shit. I mean, it must have taken two, two and a half hours to go through her goddamn class all the colleges on that particular day and she was one of the last ones so we had to wait the entire time and then there was a whole fucking thing going on at the after afterwards there at the at the uh at the college you know with her parents or uh, step parents me alex seth was there lou was there alex other roommate and oh my god i mean we, we must have been out there four goddamn hours i mean i was like what the fuck is going on can we just fucking be done with this then everybody else came in brian and, and megan got there friday um they didn't come to the event but they got there actually they did ride there with us but they uh they dropped us off and well yeah we got dropped off and they took uh, Alex car and they, they went and walked around town or something while we were doing our thing. So 
And then my ex-wife and her uh, new husband, Don, came in. And they met up with Brian and, uh, and Harley. What else did we do? Oh, before we even got to, before we went to the, to the event, we went to this place called The Wall. And I think it was called The Waldorf Wall, uh, Restaurant or something. At the beginning of it was Wall. So they call it The Wall. It's right outside the, uh, the campus there. And I guess it's the place where everybody goes for graduation. That's where everybody parties. So we went there and got uh, uh, mimosas and, and kind of pregame before the, before the ceremony. Then we met up with everybody else. Uh, I can't remember what we did that, that night. But then Saturday, we had to get up. And Alex's graduation was at 9 o'clock. I know this is boring as fuck, but this is what I was going to talk about. And I really didn't have it uh, prepared in my head to make it exciting or whatever. But So we were going to pregame before the 9 o'clock ceremony. So we ended up getting to... Uh, Brian picks me up and we end up getting to, uh, to Alex's pad there. <clears throat> pre-gaming at like 7 o'clock in the morning. We're drinking Modelo's taking some shots or whatever. And then we get to the event. Alex's uh, college is very small. He was the first college out. Bing, bang, boom. He's up on the stage. He's walking. He, got, he gets done. He fucking bolts. I mean, we're out of there within an hour. Uh, you know, and that's counting all the, the bullshit at the beginning, all the, the people that got to speak and the president of the college and all the, the people, uh, you know, uh, they did some kind of... Um, <laughs> some kind of Indian uh, tribute, uh, you know, for the natives that, that were there, you know, it's their land that we're on, but. So it was fun, we did that, and then we partied the rest of the day at some different places. Uh, we drove around uh, Midtown there in Reno. Uh, we found, uh, Brian and Megan and I found these uh, bird scooters, fell in love with them. I mean, fuck Uber, Uber was a waste of time and a waste of money. These birds were so much fun, man. We just zipped around town all over the place on these birds, which, as a matter of fact, made me uh, want a bird scooter. But instead of doing a bird scooter, uh, I ended up getting an electric bike when I came back home. So, so I've got an electric bike now, and that's fun. It's, it's even funner than the scooters, but the scooters are pretty goddamn fun as well. So yeah, I did all that, and then I came back, and uh, I haven't really done much since I've been back. I've just been kind of hanging out with some people, some friends, and doing some live music, and <clears throat> hitting some, some events here and there, but yeah. What else did I do? Did I, uh, what have I done since I've been to fucking Reno? Oh, I haven't done much. You know why? Because the day we freaking start leaving, uh, May 16th, we're all three at the airport, me, Brian, and Megan. They were leaving before me, but I said, fuck it, I'll just go and hang out at the airport. I'm going to be at airports all goddamn day anyway. <clears throat> so I went and hung out with them. Had a little sore throat when I got to the airport, so I was going to go buy some Tylenol. And my daughter-in-law, Megan, says, I got some in my purse, so how many do you want? I said, well, give me three of them. So I took three, three Tylenol for my sore throat. And come to find out, I get back to, to Somerville, and my son gets in touch with me, and he says, Megan's got COVID. So, you know, you might want to get tested and we need to let everybody know that was around us that, uh, you know, they need to get tested as well. So I take uh, two tests that day. I took two at-home tests. Both of them came up negative. You know, I took one and then I took another one like six hours later, eight hours later. It might even been the next day. I don't know. And then 
Brian ends up saying he's got COVID. Uh, we talked to Alec and Harley and everybody else. They said, nah, we don't, we don't have any symptoms. But I don't think we have it. I don't even think they got tested, but maybe they did. So I've got two negative tests. Brian and Megan are both positive. <clears throat> we get in touch with, uh, with Brandy and Don and say, hey, you know, you guys might want to get tested. They were on their way from Reno to go to New York to see uh, Don's parents and they're, you know, in their 80s. So they didn't want to give them COVID, but um, they all end up getting COVID. Uh, Brandy and Don and, and Don's parents, uh, everybody's fine. But I think I've got long COVID, man. I, I think I'm still uh, sick. I don't think I'm contagious or anything. Hopefully not because I've been around some people and but, you know, we're at the graduation. There's a lot of handshaking going on, a lot of hugging. Everybody's, you know, excited and everybody's together and, you know, uh, fucking thousands of people there at the ceremonies. And then, of course, at the, the couple of different places we were partying and, and dancing and having a good time and drinking, there was a shit ton of people in close quarters with each other. So we're all vaccinated. We're all boosted, but we still got it. But, uh, you know, what they say is, yeah, you can still get it, but it's not going to be as severe or deadly as if, if you weren't vaccinated or boosted so but i still feel like i've got symptoms from it like uh you know i feel like i got a lot of fatigue i still got a lot of congestion a little scratchy sore throat here and there tons of, of mu mucus and shit coming in my, out of my sinuses just drainage throughout the day and blowing my nose goddamn 10 15 times a day it's just it's crazy it won't go away may 16th is when i first had symptoms and i'm still kind of dealing with it but so that's what's been going on since I've been home. I was trying to figure out what I've been doing, but I haven't done a whole lot because I, I quarantined myself for you know the first seven or so days. Tried to stay away from everybody, but I got this wine right here. That'll make my throat feel better. Cheers, by the way, if anybody's out there uh, drinking while I'm drinking here on the show. I appreciate it. Let me know in the comments what you're drinking. If you, if you feel so obliged to do it would that be the word if you if you feel obliged i guess it could be i don't know it's getting a little warm in here you know these are all led lights up here and i've got uh, a fucking bright ass light over here that's uh, trying to make me look pretty i don't know if it's, it's probably just showing my red face because i think i got sunburn today i don't think i got sunburn i know i got sunburn particularly on my legs because <clears throat> I could have put my kayak in right on the other side, uh, right on the other side of the trailer here. There's a little stairway that goes down to the water. I could have put it in down there, but it was a little bit of a haul uh, to carry all the gear down there, plus the kayak, and then of course coming back up it was going to be the hard thing after paddling, you know, um, to carry it all back up to the to the trailer. So I left it on the top of my truck and I drove down. There's a little non-powered uh, boat launch, non-motorized boat launch <clears throat> down. Um, you know, around the bend, like a mile down the road or something. So I drove over there and didn't realize I didn't have any sunblock in my car at all. Normally I've got a couple that I keep in the back doors um, down there, or I got some in the back of the truck, but I think I've either used it all or I'm pretty sure I've got a bag behind this wall here that's got all the rest of my uh, sunblock in it. So I had one little thing of Beach Bum uh, 50 SPF sunblock sprayed this arm sprayed this arm i got the back of my neck i got a little bit in my hand and then it just went out it fizzed out put some on my face i rubbed this into my arms nothing on my legs my legs right now are if you've ever been sunburned it's 
it's almost kind of like a chill that you get on on the sunburn. So both my legs, I was just in the bathroom, <laughs> going to the bathroom, you know, sitting, going to the bathroom, and I had my pants down, and I looked down at my legs, and I'm like, holy shit, there's a huge delineation line <laughs> for where for where I did not have any sunblock on, and I am sunburned as hell on my legs, like a dumbass. I should have come back. Uh, when I realized, but I'd already had the kayak off. I already had all the gear out the back of the truck. I was all ready to go. The last thing I was doing was spraying myself down. And I should have just fucking got back in the car and came over here and got more sunblock. Or asked if somebody had some there. If there was other people launching at the same time. But like a dumbass, I went out. So for two, two and a half hours, my legs were fully exposed in this kayak. And they just got sunburned as fuck. But I think everything else is okay. I might have got a little too much sun here and there but so that's what i'm dealing with right now is a sun is a sunburn <clears throat> i'm going back out tomorrow tomorrow's my last full day here and i didn't get to go as far as i wanted to today i went out <clears throat> four mile four plus miles total and to get there's like seven waterfalls maybe even more uh, around uh, the perimeters late this lake it's all mountain fed spring fed from the uh, blue ridge mountains <clears throat> I think it's the Appalachians. I'm not sure. Blue Ridge, Appalachians. So if they did the same thing. I don't even know. But I'm right here on the border of North Carolina. I mean, it's, it's at the top western corner of South Carolina. So I'm, I'm kind of on the on the, the corner of Tennessee's right there, and North Carolina's right there as well. Um, no, Tennessee's not there. I don't. I don't even know, man. Let me look at a map. I'm not gonna look at a map. Fuck it. <clears throat> So I went out, I took my snorkeling gear with me. I wish I would have, if I would have known that this was such a, a dive hotspot, this lake, 7,500 acres, I would have maybe got my dive certification before leaving and, and come up here and rented some equipment and, and did some diving. But, but I did have snorkeling gear in the back of my truck that I keep in there. I keep everything in the back of my truck, guys. If you guys don't know this, because I, I do try and full-time RV uh, when I can, so my back of my truck has uh, snow skis. It has, it had five sets of paddles back there, kayak paddles. Now there's only two. I, I've taken the other out and stored them somewhere else. But um, I've got, uh, I did have a boogie board because you never know when you need to boogie, you know. But I, I gave that to somebody at a campsite uh, when I took off to the West Coast in 2020. Gave that to some kid. Um... What else I got back there? I got an inflatable kayak. Uh, of course, I've got a kayak and a canoe on top of the truck at any given time if I want to. So I, I have three vessels that I could put in the water. What else I have back there? I got, you know, all the emergency kit. I've got uh, air pumps, you know, for all my stuff to blow up things, to put air in, in the tires. I've got my jack back there. I got it. I could bug out and be, be fine with everything that I've got in the back of that truck. And now that I've got the electric bike, I bought a folding electric bike. So the electric bike, I'll see if I can pull it up on the screen here. The electric bike. Vitalin V3 e-bike, I think is what it is. V3 e. So I got a folding bike. That way it'll, it can fold up. It's uh, it's When it's folded, it's like 22 inches high. I can put it in the back of my truck as well. So I've got a bike back there. Plus I've got a mountain bike on the back of the trailer already. So I've got two bikes. But 
this is the bike that I bought. <clears throat> See if I can pull it up. This is not the exact one. Mine, mine is orange. Oh, I didn't know it was scrolling. But this is it. So it's got, you know, it's got everything you need. It's got a headlight. It's got a, it's got a tail light. It's got blinkers. It's got a horn. Um, it's got seven gears. It's got five different uh, pedal assist levels that you can go to, and then you can go straight to five, and that's just full throttle if you want. If you just want to throttle, it's got four-inch fat tires. Um, I'll accept some cookies down here, I guess. Four-inch fat tires. Uh, that's the i7. That's not what I paid for mine. Um, what else? What else can we look at? Is this mine right here? I think this is mine. Brushless motor. I thought it, when I clicked on it, there we go. Yeah, so that's the one I got. I got the orange, you know, Clemson fan, so. I did not pay 1200 bucks for it. I paid uh, less than that on Amazon, but it's got all the bells and whistles, man. It's got a nice LED display that gives you your mileage and uh, tells you your speed and all that kind of bullshit. It's got other things that you can put on there, but that's all I've put on there so far. It's got this headlight right here. It's got fenders. Um, you know, of course, Shimano derailleur. Uh, the battery is actually in this frame right here. So where it folds right there at the Vitalin name, that's where the battery is stored up in there. Uh, it's got a nice little rack on the back. I like a nice rack, you know. Seat's pretty comfortable. I'm digging it. I'm loving it quite a bit, actually. And right now, I'm trying to figure out how far I can go on one charge. And I think at the moment, I've got it to almost 50 miles so far. And I think I've, I think I've still got two bars left on my battery out of five bars. So I, I, hopefully, uh, the way I've been riding it, I should be able to get, you know, 60 plus miles out of, out of a single charge. So that's a pretty, pretty good deal. But realistically, I can just charge it every single day. But I'm just trying to see if push came to shove and I didn't have a place to charge and I wanted to just figure out uh, how far can I go on this thing. And I mean, I can go even further than 60 plus miles because if the battery runs out, it's got seven gears on it. I can just use it like a regular bicycle, right? So it's fun, man. I'd highly recommend it. I think it's a, it's a cool deal. It's allowed me to <clears throat> kind of putter around town there in Somerville without having to jump in the car and use gas, you know, and people are paying a lot for gas right now. So it's, it's helped out a little bit, you know, kind of eases the pain a little bit of having to put gas in the car. As long as the weather's cooperating, which has been hot as balls. So, you know, uh, but if I'm going 22 miles an hour, excuse me, I, I can get to a max of about 32 on flat, on a flat ground. So you get that little wind in your face, you feel pretty good, but sitting still, not too good out there in 95 degree weather with uh, you know 110 degree heat index and the uh, goddamn humidity and all that shit. So, but e-bike, e-bike's fun, man. I, I would highly recommend it if you have the means to get one. What else? Um, Love Reno. Oh, by the way, I, I won 900 bucks in Reno, as a matter of fact. So pretty much paid for my, uh, at least for my plane ticket. You know, my plane ticket was 800 plus bucks to get out there so at least paid for that and the drinks I had in the airport so, <laughs> so it's a nice little 900 bucks to make I made it at the blackjack table actually I, I started off at the roulette made a little bit a little bit of cash on the roulette took that over 
put everything on the blackjack table, sat there eight hours until about 3.30 in the morning. Started at 7.30 that evening. It was uh, the, the day uh, that my son graduated. Um, we all got tired, my, uh, my other son and, and uh, ex-wife and everybody got tired and said, oh, we're done. And uh, you know, Alec and then we're still gonna continue to party because that's just what they wanted to do. But So I said, well, I'm going back to the hotel and I may or may not gamble. I got in. Um, I actually birded back to the, to the hotel. It was pretty fun. It was about 16 miles. And, uh, on, you know, on the scooter. Got back to the hotel and I was walking through the casino. You know, I didn't go into the hotel entrance. I walked through the casino. So as I'm walking by, I'm like, fuck. Let me go to the ATM, man. Let me get some money out. So I went to the ATM and got, and got some money out. And uh, it worked out. You know, I was down, I was up, I was down, I was up, I was down, I was up. Took me eight hours to get where I where I needed to go, but started off. It was a ten dollar table, so I started off with ten dollars here, fifteen buck bet here, twenty five buck here, and then once I got a little bankroll going, uh, there was a couple times I was almost on my last uh, ten dollar chip, but or two five two five chips, two reds, but kept pushing and working my way up and taking some chances and and just playing by the rules by the book and every now and then just going with my gut with my instinct eventually started uh, rolling and said, fuck, if I'm going to make some money, because I, I kept just going, you know, $100, $50, 200 bucks maybe, 150 I just kept bouncing around in these low numbers. And I said, if I'm, I'm going to make some money, i got to bet some money. So I started betting 50 bucks, 75 bucks, 100 bucks on a hand sometimes here and there. And eventually, bam, 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 you know, last three hours or so, pumped it up. The only bad thing was I was drinking the free beer the entire time I was doing that. So the next morning, like I said, I went to bed at four o'clock and uh, the kids wanted to get up early and do brunch. Sunday was a rough day. Let's just put it that way. It was one of the roughest days I've had in a long time. I, I probably drank 10 beers within eight hours, you know, uh, playing, playing blackjack. 7% beers, I think. Um, but they were free, so, <laughs> but it wasn't free the next day. I was paying for it the next day, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So what else is going on, guys? Let's see what I got here on my notes. Um, songs of the Unsung, you know, we can talk about them for a second. We're, we're about 40 minutes in. I'm not going to make this a long show. Just want to kind of give everybody an update on what's what I've been doing, what's been going on. It had been a month since I had, had done a show before the last show that I did. And then the last show ended up being like a five-minute episode because I just got pissed off. If you haven't seen it, I'd highly recommend taking taking five minutes out of your day and going to see how how extremely pissed off I was. But I think I named it Fuck This Episode is what I, is what I named the episode. So. But um, Songs of the Unsung... I decided I was going to do a show tonight because I got to catch up because I think Eric's going to surpass me. He's not. I mean, this is like show number 193, I think, for me. But he's on 16, 17, 18, 19, somewhere like that. He's just pumping them out. Bam, bam, bam. He's kind of lost his uh, his mojo on his original theme for the podcast. Not his theme, but his original plan uh, for the singer uh, showcase that he would do after having three people on. He would uh, do a singer showcase at Freehouse Brewing Company and, and have those three people perform. 
that were that had been on the podcast but he's kind of abandoned that for right now and he's just doing the podcast itself but it's been doing very well um he's had some fantastic people on there from fleming moore to dan riley to to ron daniel to george fox to daniel howe um, he just had joshua jarman on Who else? There's some people. Uh, John Ford, I think, is a guy's name I remember. I think that was a buddy of his from Ohio. So he's doing fantastic. It's, it's a really good format. Uh, he, he pretty much sticks to it. Doesn't uh, just kind of free ball like I do over here. Um, you know, I don't free ball so much when I've got a, um, when I've got a guest on. Um, but I don't, I don't use a script either. Uh, I don't have a, a list of things that I want to ask people. I do a, a tiny bit of research on them, or I, at least I already know them a little bit. And um, I take the opportunity during the show to get to know the guests that I'm talking to if I don't already know them a little bit. But even if I know them a little bit, you know, just talking to them on the show, I get to know them even more. But I feel like for my taste and for my liking and, and for what I do, I just like to uh, kind of wing it and just kind of come up with questions as they, as they come up. You know, just during, during the conversation, it'll spur another question. And um, I, I don't stick to any kind of time format, you know, unless the guest I have on has a time frame that they need to stay within, you know, an hour, hour and a half. They got something else they got to do. But, you know, we've done two, two and a half hour shows easily. I think maybe we've, even we've done a three hour show at one point. So as long as the conversation is long, I'll keep going. As long as the guest wants to keep going, I'll keep going. But if you haven't done it yet, get out, uh, like, subscribe, uh, share, comment, all the things on the Songs of the Unsung podcast. It's on all the podcast platforms. Plus, he puts it on YouTube as well. There's no video, but it's all audio. And uh, every guest he has, you know, kind of a similar uh, to when I have a guest on, that will do a couple songs as well, interspersed in between there. I usually save my songs for the end. He does his kind of interspersed, uh, a couple of them throughout the show. But Really good. He's doing a good job with it. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of him. I think he's doing well. He's got all the equipment that he needs to, to put out a solid product. And I don't think he has uh, a lot of the problems that I have with my mobile gear and never being in the same location. And you never know what the sound's going to do or what the Wi-Fi is going to be like or oh, so many variables that come into play with the way that I do things nowadays. But, but get out there and listen to those <clears throat> podcasts, Songs of the Unsung. Um, I'm hopefully going to be getting back into some guests here shortly. Uh, I know I want to sit down and talk to George Fox as well. Um, I'm uh, going to talk to a guy named Steven and, uh, who else did I got? Chris Sullivan, uh, another musician. So uh, two or three musicians that, that, that I'd like to sit down and talk with as well as some other people. And yeah, so that's what's going on with the song today on Sung. Speaking of upcoming music, <clears throat> and that's why I wanted to kind of do this this week, and I wanted to get it out and get it in there. I got to go back to the lake. I didn't even finish talking about the lake, but I got I got all uh, turned around with the sunburn fucking crap and the sunscreen stuff. But, um, this Friday, if you're in town, Somerville, town of Somerville, and if you can get your ass over to Coastal Coffee Roasters, go on to Facebook, by the way. Look at the events uh, for Coastal Coffee Roasters and uh, click on there that you're interested or that you're going. Let them know. G give them kind of a, a, a soft head count of who all is going to be showing up. But Mr. Ron Daniel, my friend Ron Daniel, he's been on the podcast. I can't remember what episode. Um, great episode, by the way. Uh, fellow veteran, Air Force vet. 
works at the VA as a as a X-ray technician, a solid musician. I think he's this album that he is releasing on Friday is his third album, third studio album. So he's doing an album release party for that at Coastal Coffee Roasters. The great people up there at Coastal Coffee have have agreed to to host him, and I believe it's going to be. I would assume in the warehouse, but as hot as it is, has been, it might be in the cafe itself. I'm not sure, but it's Friday. I believe it starts, kicks off at six o'clock. Um, damn it, there's one, there's one person that's going to be there, and I can't remember her name. Let's see if I can look that up real quick. Uh, where would I go for that? Let's see. Let's go to. Uh, let me go to Instagram because I think Ron just posted something on Instagram about the players and I want to make sure I get everybody involved here so Ron Daniel Music <clears throat> yeah as a matter of fact you can find him on Facebook on, on, uh, on Instagram Ron Daniel, Ron Daniel Music and Ellie, Ellie Joes, uh, let's see, he's going to play fiddle with me this Friday at the Country Made for Kings album release party at Coastal Coffee Roasters. Ellie is classically trained on violin. She holds a tenure position in the South Carolina Philharmonic Orchestra, extensive background in folk style fiddle. Uh, she teaches full time. So anyway, she's going to be there, but that's not the one I was, oh, here we go. Um, She's going to be playing with him, so this Friday, along with Anna Crosby, that's the, the name I was trying to think of right there, so Anna Crosby, Eric Barnett's going to play, then Joshua Jarman, I don't know if it's going to be in this order, uh, and then the Dan Riley Band and the uh, the Misfit Toys, or whatever his band is named, Dan Riley and the Misfit Toys Land, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, it's just Dan Riley and the Misfits, I know what it is, but, so that's going to be a fantastic night of music, man. Anna Crosby is going to kick it off. Eric Barnett, Josh Jarman, fantastic. If you haven't, go listen to his episode and listen to his fucking playing. His guitar playing is off the fucking chain. And then Dan Riley and the Misfit Band is going to play. Um, and then, of course, uh, this Ellie and uh, Ron Daniel will play. And it's going to be fantastic. They've got beer. they got beer on tap. they got coffee, of course. they got sodas. they got beer in, in cans and bottles. Um, I don't know if they'll be doing any food. There may be a food truck there since it's a Friday night, so there might be a food truck next door at Oak Road Brewing Company. And of course, by the way, <clears throat> when you finish up, uh, when we finish up at Coastal Coffee Roasters, everybody go next door and say hello to the guys there over there at Oak Road, Oak Road Brewing and uh, get you a beer, get you a lager of sorts. I think they may even have a hazy IPA at this point. I'm not sure if that's been released yet or not. But So that's what's going on Friday. I would highly recommend it. I just saw something else that is happening on Father's Day, which is Sunday coming up. Uh, don't forget, uh, get your dad something. Tell him you love him. Give him a phone call. Whatever, whatever floats his boat, your boat, floats all the boats. But Friday or uh, Sunday, Father's Day, I just saw that Fleming, Mr. Fleming Moore, will be playing at uh, Common House Aleworks. So, I'm not sure what the time is on that, but um, be sure to get out to that. And then. Fuck, I don't even know what day it is, man. What day is, um, what day is, there's 175th 
anniversary and how do you spell anniversary anniversary uh, Somerville let's see if I can figure out this thing Somerville celebrates 175 years as township this year it's gonna have an anniversary party this is way back in January, so I don't think that's going to have Concert 175. Maybe this is it. Let me check this out. Yeah, here we go. So we'll, we'll come back over here. It's, it's nice to have this all working. So Saturday, June. Oh, fuck. Well, that's this. God damn it. That's this weekend. So we got everything going on. So Friday, you can go out to Coastal Coffee. You can listen to five different artists play music. Um, Saturday. Uh, for Somerville's 175th birthday, historic downtown Somerville, they're going to have multiple stages set out with entertainment throughout the day, extended shopping and dining, uh, tribute to the Beatles. I believe Eric Barnett is going to be playing out there. I believe uh, Fleming Moore will be playing. Who else did I see was playing? Maybe 40 Mile Detour is going to be out there. I think Fleming will be playing with Mr. Ron Gill as a duo. I don't know. Get out. Get out and about this week. Friday, Coastal Coffee Roasters. Saturday, Hutchinson Square and Short Central. Sunday, Common House Ale Works over in Park Circle. Or spend time with your dad. Take your dad out. Take your dad out to uh, Common House Ale Works. Take your dad out to the concert. 175 in Hutchinson Square. Make it a weekend for dad, you know. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Is this thing in the picture? Is this thing in the way? I'll just put it there. Leia. Leia is knocked out over there. She's got her head all buried in my fucking blanket over there. It's going to smell like a dog now. Um, what else? What else? Songs of the Unsung. Album release party. We talked about that already. Uh, we'll go back to Lake Chikassie. So Lake Chikassie. Um, I'm going back out tomorrow. Hopefully... Like I was talking about, there's seven, I think five or seven different uh, waterfalls dispersed around the uh, around the outside, around the um, the perimeter of the lake. I realized today once I stopped, but I, I told myself, I said, man, you, you're going to burn. I already knew I was going to burn uh, on my legs. So no matter if I stayed out there an hour or two hours, but I realized where I stopped and turned around and came back, I was probably a half a mile away from the first fall. Um, so I was kind of pissed off when I, when I, I stopped and I looked at the map and I said, damn it, I was almost out to the fall and I'm, I'm already, I was already about a mile back already. So I said, shit, I'm not turning around, going back over here, uh, again, because the sun was beating down on my legs and I just knew it was not going to be a good scene. So, oh, speaking of that, I've got some, uh, some sunburn stuff in my vanity in there in the bathroom. So I'm going to put some of that on my legs so you guys can, uh, can think about that. Think about me rubbing lotion on my legs if you want to if that makes you happy but <laughs> oh my goodness what else is going on guys i think that's about it so i'm gonna try and go out to the falls tomorrow i'm gonna do a little bit more uh snorkeling see if i can see anything one thing i saw today was a nice clear bottom you know a nice rocky formation on the bottom but i saw a couple little fish uh that i tried to catch and they were just too fast for me but it looked like a little little finding Nemo scene down there with a couple of these little tiny, tiny fish. But So I might go back down and see if I can see some more stuff tomorrow. 
It's supposed to be about the same temperature, but uh, I'm going to make sure I've got a ton of sunscreen that I can apply and reapply and reapply again. Tons of people out there, though. I, I must have saw at least 20 kayaks and probably 10 paddle boards. I saw three scuba divers, um, a shit ton of boats, pontoon boats. I mean, for a Wednesday, it was it was very happening. Oh, speaking of happening, shit. I went out to uh, a new brewery today, disappointed because they didn't have any of their own beer on tap. Uh, I guess they only do small batch beers and um, they didn't have any at the moment. So let me see if I can pull them up too. But they did have guest taps. And uh, this was called Jacassi Valley Brewing Company, right around the corner. I mean, I, I was surprised at how close it was. It's actually just right like four miles away. So pull this up here. It's in Salem, North Carolina, or South Carolina, in the Country, South Carolina Mountain Brewery. Open for inside and outside consumption with live music and food trucks Friday and Saturday. Scroll down for events. So I was there today. It's Wednesday. Wednesday was uh, is Wing Wednesday. So they had wings today, and they had uh, a bluegrass, bluegrass jam today. So they started, I messaged them yesterday, and I said, hey, excuse me, I said, you know, what time is the bluegrass going to start uh, today? And they said, around 6, excuse me, around 6.30. Well, they didn't start until about 7.15, so I, I got there at like 4.30. And I said, well, if I get there at 4.30, two hours, you know, I'll, I'll eat some of the food. I'll have a few beers and just kind of chill out. And um, by the time the bluegrass started, I already had, you know, a couple couple beers. I was already full. Uh, it was outside in an outside pavilion. It was hot as shit out there. I said, fuck, man, I'm, I'm sunburnt. I didn't stay out there long. I, I, I caught maybe three tunes. I recorded one. And uh, I bolted because, number one, I wanted to get back because the gates here close at 9 o'clock to the park. Number two, I want to get back and do this podcast. Number three, I want to come rub my legs down, ladies, with some sun, sun block, sunburn stuff. <laughs> and then I wanted to uh, I wanted to get back to Leia. I didn't take Leia with me. I wanted to get her out to the bathroom. And, um, yeah, I just want to get back, you know, so... Anyway, what else they got going on? So these are their beers. Um, we do not have these. So they're still working on it. They're pretty, pretty new brewery. Uh, when they get small batches, they'll put them on tap. But other than that, they've just got uh, stuff from around the state. Bottle selection, food, music. It's a fantastic spot, man. You, you got to look at some pictures. Anyway, oh, it's also a coffee shop. So Wednesday through Saturday from 8 to 12, they do a coffee shop deal. And then from 12 until 9 o'clock, you know, it turns into a brewery. So that's all I got, folks. We're 56 minutes in. I think we've said it all. I think we've talked about it all. I didn't even do any math on this show today. But that's the update. Uh, the big takeaway from today is um, the big takeaways from today. Golden Grove Farm and Brew. Get there. Close to Greenville. You can uh, see Greenville and do that all at the same time. Number two, check out Chickasse, uh Lake, Devil Fork State Park, and Chickasse Valley Brewing Company. And what's the other takeaway? The other takeaway is it's Father's Day this weekend. Get out. 
take care of your father, give him some love, and uh, get out and see some of these events with him, without him, with other people, with your mom. I don't know. Take your dog. It's going to be uh, dog-friendly at most of these events, so <clears throat> I would highly recommend doing that. Get the pup involved, but get out Friday, Saturday, and Sunday and see some of these events, either all of them, some of them, a couple of them. You won't be disappointed. Oh, and then the Songs of the, song, the, songs of the Unsung podcast. Get out there and check that out. All right. I think I've promoted everybody I can. I think I've talked about it all. And hopefully, maybe next episode, I'll have a guest that I'll sit down and talk with, whether it's remote or whether it's in the trailer or whether it's somebody's house. I've been invited to come, you know, do it at somebody's house here in the near future. So, all right. That is all. What does that mean? It means I will talk to you soon. Peace and love, peace and love.